and welcome to another episode of the Castle Collective. I'm your host, Sean Rapier, and this week in the Collective, we've got some of our just favorite Collective members, not to say the ones who aren't here are not our favorites, but we're thrilled to have back with us. He is Captain California, based right in the heart of California. He is a Disney editor, although all the opinions tonight are his own and not Disney's opinions. Bryce Randall, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks. Very glad to have you here. And also with us tonight, he is a former skipper of the Jungle Cruise. He is a world-renowned DJ speaker, all those other things. Skipper Rob, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. (laughs) He is also the king of the sound effects, so I just love it. And of course, we have with us, uh, he is the family man of Disneyland, an expert in all things Disney restaurants, especially but all other things, Disneyland, Joel Skellington, glad to have you here. Oh, hey. And of course, she is practically perfect in every way. She is Heather Poppins. Heather, welcome back. Thank you so much. Hello, hello. So we've got such a fun one tonight, and I get the feeling there's going to be uh, a lot of consternation. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how much agreement we can get to on this one, but basically... Uh, something that, uh, you guys don't know. Oh, before we do this, I've got to tell you, uh, where Nick at night, why Nick at night is not with us tonight where he normally is. Nick is busy packing and getting ready to fly to Orlando, Florida in the morning with his wife, where they are spending a few days at Disney world. So I was hoping you were going to say Gatorland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To build us up to like, he's going to. Gatorland. Yes, he, he may be going to Gatorland for all I know, but I do know he is doing a, a day at Hollywood Studios and a day at uh, Magic Kingdom there. And this is actually his first trip to uh, the Orlando parks. And you so. let him go wow. to Magic Kingdom with his first trip to Florida? So I tried to talk him into Epcot, uh, which is... It's a, how, it's a hard sell for some people. I don't know why. But I'll, I'll tell you... He wanted the perspective, and I I can appreciate this. He wanted the perspective of having spent so much time at Disneyland as an annual pass holder and everything. He did want to be able to compare and see the differences. And if I'm being honest, right now is not the best time to be at Epcot anyway. I mean, they have torn down so many things. And I think in a year, Epcot will be back to being an amazing place. So, you know, anyway, yeah, we did have those conversations. I understand that. Yeah, but yeah. we had the conversations, so I'm not, I'm not totally. Normally, I would push someone. Epcot and Hollywood Studios are the two to go to, but I think they're going to have a wonderful time. So we'll we'll be excited to hear a trip report from them. But tonight, uh, and this this is this is terrible because I'm going to tell you why we have this specific year. So in about three weeks, it will be 49 years ago that I was born, uh, it was 1972, May of 1972. So the summertime of 1972 is, uh, yeah, when I came into this earth. And so we look back at 1972 summertime, and this was back when they had tickets. Now, sadly, I am old enough to remember tickets. We had ticket, ticket books. I see Joel, you too. You and I are the elder statesmen. You and I are about the same age. Yeah. You remember the tickets, right? I do. Yeah, it was it was kind of cool. I also remember Disney dollars, and you'd take those home as a souvenir. You'd basically pay a buck for a piece of paper that said one dollar with Mickey Mouse on it. But you were so excited to have it. Uh, but the uh, Disneyland tickets. So we basically took this is from Yesterland.com. If you want to look it up, it's yester Yesterland.com slash ABCDE. They had uh, all of the attractions from summer of 1972. So we basically, for the collective tonight, we gave everyone one A ticket, a B, a C, a D, and an E. And then there are several free shows and exhibits. And we're going to go through and pretend like it's 1972 right now. And if it was 1972, you have your choice to use your A ticket, your B, your C, your D, your E and your free exhibit, what would you use it on? And I'm interested to see if we're somewhat aligned on this or, uh, you know, if we're totally different. So 
let's jump into it. For uh, By the way, for our younger listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, you used to pay like a dollar to get into uh, Disneyland or less even for a while. And then you'd buy these ticket books and you'd literally have to go up like they do at some carnivals and you'd give them a ticket to get on the ride. And they were rated originally ABC and D only. And then they added the e-ticket later on. And that's why sometimes in popular culture, you'll hear, oh, that was a real e-ticket experience. That's what they're talking about. It was an actual thing. So so we are going to jump in now and we'll start with the A ticket. We'll work our way all the way up to the E. So your options, by the way, this A ticket was worth a whopping 10 cents. It cost 10 cents, uh, though you could also probably still get a candy bar for 10 cents. But 10 cents, your options for 10 cents were to ride the Main Street horse cars, the horseless carriage down Main Street, the omnibus. You could go see the fire engine for 10 cents. Uh, you could go through King Arthur's castle or sorry, King Arthur's carousel. You could ride on the carousel or you could go through Sleeping Beauty's castle. Those were your options for your A ticket. And uh, why don't we kick things off with Heather Poppins? Heather, you've got your A ticket. It's worth a dime. <laughs> what are you spending that dime on? I would spend my hot dime on around uh, King Arthur Carousel. The King Arthur Carousel. Okay, I think I know part of why, but tell us why. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I love the uh, the Sleeping Beauty music that it plays, and I love the horses. They have one special horse there that's kind of a Mary Poppins horse, and so I like that about it too. Have you ridden on that Mary Poppins horse? No, it's always taken. I think I think the name is Jingles. You gotta fight the kids next time, Heather. (laughs) Just throw a kid off of it. (laughs) Or you know, next time you just gotta tell the cast member as that are at at the front, you know, and be like, hey, can I wait an extra turn? Because I really want to ride that one. I can't imagine that they wouldn't, you know, as long as you're willing to be patient, then they wouldn't help you figure it out, you know. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I should do that. Cast I members are helpful yeah. that way. So <laughs> you love the carousel. I think that's I think that's a solid choice, and I don't think you'll be the only one on that. Uh, and wonderful that. Do you go on it now? When you go, do you go pretty regularly on it? Yeah, uh huh. I go at least once every time I go. That's awesome. I just, yeah, I love the carousel. I have to admit, I don't think I've been on since my kids were a little bit younger. So I need to get back to it. Um, and we didn't even mention at the beginning, by the way, that as of the recording, as we are recording, Disneyland is going to be open in a mere 12 hours as we are recording. And Bryce, you have a reservation for when? May the 4th. You will be there what? for May the 4th. That's I will be phenomenal. there for May the 4th. I saw a bunch of friends were there this week for cast member previews. Um and uh, yeah, I've I've heard really good things about how well it's being run and operated, and uh, you I know, can't wait can't wait to see your photos. It's awesome. I uh, can't wait to hide them from you. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate. That. We'll have to do it. You know, that will be the next week's episode. We'll do a yeah. break. Oh, yeah. I can do FAQ with you guys on uh, our Love experience. It. Actually, that's a good idea. We'll do that for our next episode. Let's take our A ticket over to uh, Skipper Rob. Skipper Rob, you've got an A ticket. What are you riding? So uh, I'm going to give you guys the caveat for all my choices. So I'm trying to figure out, like, am I doing this as adult Rob or am I doing this as a child? So I'm going to go child Rob. So if I was a child in the 70s, what would I go? I want to do that. So what did I choose? I chose to spend my ticket so I didn't have to walk up Main Street and jump on the omnibus and get a good view of the entire lay of the land before I go to Fantasyland. So that's what I'm doing. I'm jumping on the omnibus on the top floor. That is awesome. I hate to admit this, but actually I rode the top level of the omnibus for the first time about two years ago. I had never ridden on the top of the omnibus. It's a pretty spectacular view you get. It's incredible. Yeah. Has anybody else yeah. done that? The the top level of the omnibus? Bryce, you have? Yeah, Heather? Yeah. It's a pretty amazing view you get a Main Street, right? You you have to be 
you have to make it a not a priority, but you know, it's like when you when rope drop happens, it's not out. You know, when in the morning when you're trying to get to the e-ticket ride, so to speak, it's not out. But it, they also like sometimes go uh, stop operating around, you know, before the parades come. So you yeah, have yeah. to really be conscious of uh, making time to go do it. You know, it's a great way to get down Main Street, like especially if you've been in the park and you're leaving to go across to California Adventure. Great way to get down Main Street. The other thing is you notice the windows more on Main Street, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So solid yeah. choice, Skipper Rob. I love it. Let's go over to Joel Skellington. What are you doing with your A ticket? Uh, I'm also one of those that's going to go for the uh, King Arthur Carousel. Nice. Uh, it's just a, it's a tradition. I go every time, especially since I had kids. There's just too many photos of people peering from behind various horses uh, into the camera. And so <laughs> that is my choice for the A ticket. Yeah. Do you, do you still enjoy it now? Like uh, once your kids are grown and gone, will you be a carousel goer? I don't know. And here's um, the really sad part is even on the carousel, if I go too much, I start getting a little sick and nauseous. Um, so I hate to admit, oh, we're getting so old. My age is creeping up to our carousels. Oh, it's through too fast. Throwing me around. Uh, we're going to be uh, within a year or two. We're going to be the, I threw up after a ride. Oh, Space Mountain? No, the carousel. Carousel. I was, I couldn't do it. You're going to downgrade from, uh, I actually, last time our kids were on it, I wrote, I, I'm embarrassed to say this. I sat on the bench. I was a big oh, fan yeah. of the bench. That oh, I've done those. At all. <laughs> yeah, I start running for the bench and realizing no one else wants it. I don't have to run for that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's a great choice. Bryce, what do you have? I'm going to play opposite Rob's strategy and do time travel. Bryce, where I'm going to go as an adult, like now, and I'm going to, which one would I experience? And I would do the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. Mm. It's because it's very different. Like the production design, I'm sure is different at the, all of like the dioramas, so to speak, you know, are all like dolls, kind of how they had, they used to do with the main street windows where they had depictions of all the classic animated movies along the way, or which one they were showcasing for the VHS release. Yeah. No. (laughs) Um, And uh, I just think it would be cool to see how it was back then before um, the current, um, the, the what's in there now. I, I think that's a really smart choice. And actually, I have the same choice. I was going to go with uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. Also, part of it to me is just soaking up the castle. You're inside the castle. There's something so cool about it. I don't know what they had in there in 1972. I know now the uh, graphics and the animation are amazing, but I don't remember when I was a little kid. The great thing about Yesterland is I was looking through this page and some of the dolls and stuff they have and these scene setups are are great. And now, you know, they have a lot of, they've printed the, you know, or done new designs for uh, the characters from the film. So they look like they represent the animated movie. But in this one, back then, they're really just trying to get actual figures in. Oh my uh, gosh. I just, I just did the click through. I didn't realize there's a click through. There are photos. Yeah. It, it's so funny. The dolls look so stiff. I love the, three, like- the three fairies kind of look like uh, George Costanza's mom from the doll. <laughs> Uh, episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> but other than that, it looks great. No. <laughs> if you look at Prince Philip and Princess Aurora, it looks like a fifth grade art project, like with Barbie and right. Ken and uh, like this a diorama. This was top of the line of engineering back then. This was 1972, just crazy good technology. So I want to go now. Yeah. All right. So we've got one. You one. My mind. So Rob's riding along on the omnibus. You've got uh, Joel as well as Heather who are hanging out on the carousel. Bryce and I are walking through Sleeping Beauty Castle. What a great way to spend 10 cents. But, you know, if it's your last 10 cents, hang on to it. You may have to make a phone call. So you may have to hang on to that dime. And what I was thinking, why don't we review what our choices were? So the choices were Main Street Horse Cars, Horseless Carriage, Omnibus, the Fire Engine, King's Arthur Carousel, and Sleeping Beauty. Yes, those are the choices. So we're on to our B ticket. And you know what's funny? I found out listening to another podcast, they were never actually called tickets. They were actually called coupons. 
So we say e-ticket. It was a real e-ticket attraction. They were called A, B, C, D, and E coupons. So we're going on to our B coupon. And here are your choices for the B coupon. The Main Street Cinema, Motorboat Cruise, the Swiss Family Treehouse, Casey Jr. Circus Train, or Alice in Wonderland. You've got, those are your choices. This is a 25 cent ride. Now we're getting serious about the money. So Heather, what you got for your B coupon? Ooh, I'm guessing mine will be the same as yours. I <laughs> chose Alice guess. in Wonderland. <laughs> yes. How is Alice in Wonderland only a B coupon? I think yeah, that's fantastic. That's a great ride. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. terrific ride. So what do you love about the Alice in Wonderland attraction? Uh, I love, well, for one thing, the music's really great. And yeah. the animation, just so many fun parts in that ride and in that movie. Great scenes. Um, yeah, and I like that, you know, you have that part where you go out and you look over Fantasyland and then you go back in. It's yeah. just, It's just fun. It's a fun ride. And in 1972, you have the non-OSHA compliant version of that part of the ride. So they, a few years ago, had to broaden out the track so that you could get off on either side if you had to. Back then, it was just the track. You were up there. And and uh, so that would have been a fun time to be there. So that is a solid choice. Let's go over to Joel. Joel, what you got for your uh, your B ticket? For me, I'm heading up to the Casey Jr. Circus Train. Nice. Uh, I went on the first time uh, recently in my adult age. I don't remember when I was a kid. I probably did go at that point. I just don't remember. But as an adult, I was like, this really has some kind of scary parts. There's some. It picks up some speed on those hills and takes some of those corners that you're a little bit like, well, I did not expect a thrill ride while sitting in a cage. I love it. Joel, did you go into one of the open cars or one of the cage cars? Uh, cage. You got to go in a cage. Come on. Yeah. I being a larger man, uh, that cage is small. That mm. is not a large cage. So when I go on it with my kids, I am crunching myself into the cage. So that's cool. I didn't think we were going to have a Casey Jr. Circus train. You know, I think that's one of the most overlooked attractions of Fantasyland. I love the Casey Jr. Circus Train. I think it's awesome. So, yeah, good, good choice. Rob, what are you doing with your uh, B ticket or 25 cents? Well, now that I know there's pictures, geez, <laughs> I wanted to go on Alice, but then I was walking towards Alice with my family, and then I saw the motorboats, and I saw that I could drive them. And so I was like, <laughs> no, I want to go there because uh... I like driving things. As a kid, you're always like, I can't drive this car. I can't drive this thing. So driving things as a child is like always like something that you wanted to do. So it looked really cool. Like this mode, I think it's in the same spot where uh, Nemo is now. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's, it's uh further back. The water's still kind of there actually. It is. And that's also where the phantom boats were. Uh, mm -hmm. Same, same attraction. Basically they, they kept trying that boat thing. In fact, kind of funny that Nick at night is not here because that was one of his choices for one, one attraction he'd go back to. So yeah, good use of it. And you get to drive it. So I'm enjoying yes. seeing the perspective of little Skipper Rob. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> well done. All right. Over to Captain California. Bryce, what are you doing I, with your B coupon? I'm, I'm also doing the motorboat cruise. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I, I did it. I want to say that I was uh, the last time I went on that was when the gummy, it had a gummy bears overlay. <laughs> that was when the whole park had an overlay of uh, it was the Disney afternoon. Disney afternoon. Yeah. So they what? had, uh, I missed that. Oh, I Dang. remember that they had tailspin yeah. and uh, um, what was it? What was it? What were the other shows they had? Uh, DuckTales uh, Duck and tailspin mm -hmm. and uh, gummy bears. Rescue Rangers, yeah. Rescue Rangers, yeah. So they I had overlays all over the place. Might have been right around when Goof Troop started. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So you but remember yeah, there, it? There was a Gummy Bears overlay I went to. Yeah, I have I have pictures of uh, of doing that. Um, you know, my I remember my grandma took me and my brother to go, and you know, just a little strip of that water is still there. I know that they built some more, you know, Autopia track. 
around it. And, um, you know, uh, so I, I think that it would be fun to go uh, do that again. And we're using the word overlay pretty liberally there. <laughs> By overlay, <laughs> we're talking about pieces of plywood with uh, the gummy bears painted on Gummy it. bear characters. Yeah, pretty much on a stake stuck in the ground. Totally still. There was nothing. Yeah, like, oh, there's there he is. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah. I think they played the gummy bear theme song again and again. Mm-hmm. All over right. and over as you get stuck. That was it. Oh, all right. So with my coupon, and if you're a regular listener to the show, this is no surprise. My favorite attraction in both of the parks in California is Alice in Wonderland. So for me, it's not even a question. I can still remember sort of this version of Alice in Wonderland. You know, I remember it well because I fell in love with Alice in Wonderland in the early 80s. And uh, so I remember all of the different generations of it. And Heather, much like you, I love it when you get outside and especially in the evening. You can see all the people walking around and the lights are twinkling and you're right there next to Matterhorn. It is just an awesome attraction. So for me, no question, I'm doing Alice in Wonderland, but we've definitely got some great Great choices there. Let's move on to our C ticket. This is where I think it starts to get hard. I think it gets a lot more difficult with the C coupon. So here are your options. You can go to the Fantasyland Theater uh, and see one of the shows at the Fantasyland Theater, which I don't know. I don't know what the show was at the time, but you could see a show. You could go on uh, Mad Tea Party, uh, Autopia, the Shooting Galleries, Peter Pan's Flight. Dumbo, the Flying Elephants, uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Snow White's Adventures, which this was still Snow White's Scary Adventures, uh, the Mike Fink Keelboats, or Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln on Main Street. I don't know about you guys. The, the other, the first two were so easy for me. This one is difficult. Uh, and I think I might be the only one who has the one I have. But let's see. Heather, what do you have? Well, I might be the only one who has this one, but uh, I chose the shooting gallery. You are kidding me. Heather, that's actually what I chose. (laughs) (laughs) I am shocked. I did not think anybody would. So go ahead and tell us why you chose the uh, shooting gallery. I just love it. It's so much fun. It's something that I always want to do when I go there. And I'm terrible at it, but it's just, it's adorable. You you shoot the target and something funny happens. And it looks like back in the day, they had one for Adventureland too. So I would have liked to try that. I, I uh, have a question. That's cool. Yes. How many shots? Do we know how many shots you get per quarter? Uh, it used to be Anybody 10 shots. It used okay. to be 10 shots. Um, was And I don't know if it was in 1972, but uh, I do know that uh, that for a while you, you got 10, 10 shots. And actually, in 1972, I think by then they had switched over to light guns um, by 1972. You know, for a while, it was actual, you were shooting BBs. And they would have a crew that would come in at night and repaint and touch up everything. Every single night. Because the kids would be shooting with BBs all day long. And then they'd have to come in and touch up all the paint. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I just loved the discovery of it, right, Heather? Like you wouldn't, you didn't know what something would do and you'd hit the target and suddenly the piano guy would start playing or the raccoon (laughs) would pop up out of the jar. And yeah, I spent some money there. Oh, good choice, Heather. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, Skipper Rob, what are you doing with your, I should say, C coupon or 40 cents in 1972? What are you doing with your money? Well, I know I probably would have done the shooting gallery, but my parents wouldn't let me because we're going to another ride, and that is one that I can drive, which is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, right? What other? There's no other ride that ends up in hell, and that is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. So I love pretending to drive, and I love pretending going to hell, so that's probably something I would have loved to have done. Don't you love when you go to hell and the heat comes on? They actually blast heat at you. I think that is such a cool part of the attraction. And I think, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the last of the Mr. Toad rides at Disney parks. I don't think any of the other Disney parks have it anymore. Now that uh, Magic Kingdom took it out for uh, Winnie the Pooh, which I say boo to that, by the way. 
Yeah. To me, Mr. Mr. Toad is one of the more underrated rides at Disneyland. You know, you can usually get on it pretty quickly and it's a blast. And I love any dark ride, but I especially love them when they have uh, the glow lights. So yeah, Mr. Toad's is pretty wild. Good choice. Over to Joel Skellington. What are you doing with your C coupon or your 40 cents? I'm going to hang with Rob too. Again, if you're going through hell, you know, at Disneyland, might as well make it for reals. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is definitely uh, my choice for that C coupon. Awesome. Is that something your kids enjoy going on, Joel? Absolutely. Uh, sometimes they still think they actually have some sort of power to drive, uh, oddly enough. But yeah. <laughs> so do my kids. And I'm like, hey, you're 30. You should not still believe that you can drive this car. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. My 30-year-old does not believe it. So that's awesome. Great attraction. That's you know that's such a core part of uh, Fantasyland. So awesome, uh, Captain California, Bryce. What are you doing with your C coupon? I'm going to do the Mike Fink keel boats. Nice, nice. And tell us why. I'll tell you why. I, as you know, um, Sean, I participate in the canoe races uh, for the like Disney cast members, and um, and so I have gotten to know the river much better in the past few years, but I would really like to go back and see how it looked in 1972. It was longer back then. Uh, You know, they shortened it when they uh, did galaxy's edge. Um, They rerouted the water and all that. And um, I just think it would be, you know, a lot has changed uh, in the world since then as well. So I'm sure it's not quite as PC as it is now. Um, <laughs> you know, and you have the possibility of it sinking. Right. Right. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it's just, I think that it's always been something that I remember seeing on a map when I was a kid and then you go over there and it wasn't open. Yeah. You'd be like, Oh, we're not doing that today. You know, <laughs> the so, boats were so cool looking too. You know? They are very, very, very cool looking. And, um, you know, just to be clear, I like what Disney has done with things being politically correct. I think it's great. Just just so we're all clear on that. that yes. Was, just wanted to leave that there. That's but, um, really important that Disney yeah. knows that you are happy with what they're doing. Well, I, I like all the inclusive stuff that's going on. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would I'd go back and try out the uh, Mike Fink keelboats. I think that's so fun. Yeah. And there's nothing like it right now. You know, I mean, there's nothing like the keelboats right now. You get that one last opportunity to show up and have them say, those aren't running today, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, I've already, I've already shared what I would do. The shooting gallery. I, I used to spend quite a, quite a good amount of money. You know, it's funny because I'd go all the way to Disneyland And even when everything was free, I would spend 50 bucks between the shooting gallery and the arcade. (laughs) So Starcade and shooting gallery took a lot of my money. But for some reason, my favorite was to to shoot the piano player and make him play. That was always my favorite one. So of all the random things. But yeah, I'm a big fan of the shooting gallery. So, all right, that is the C coupon on to D. And boy, this is. This is a tricky one because you've got some great choices here. So your D coupon or 70 cents in 1972. Holy cow. Uh, You could ride the Rocket Jets, People Mover presented by Goodyear, important to say, Flight to the Moon presented by McDonnell Douglas, Storybook Land Canal Boats, The Skyway, Tom Sawyer Island Rafts, Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes, the Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad at any of the stops, the Columbia Sailing Ship, or the Mark Twain Steamboat. That is quite a few options. Skipper Rob, why don't we head over to you? What would you do with your D ticket? Well, this is a tough one. It tough is. One. Actually, it's not. It's not. It's a, it's a <laughs> no-brainer for me. Come on. I'm a kid. What do I like to do? I like to drive things. <laughs> I'm not driving things, though. I'm exploring, and I'm going to my favorite place that I can be a kid at is Tom Sawyer's Island. You can, 
like taking that raft across and, and now it's that sense of adventure that you get to be in this whole island and explore everything and you get to ditch your parents and ditch your brother and then when you ditch your brother and he's looking for you in a cave you can scare him and then you find pirate gold and treasure and and then you hear uh engine joe and you're like oh engine joe that's kind of scary kind of stuff and then you and then back in the day they used to have the guns on top and used to shoot things Right. Remember, they had like the like Fort the, Wilderness. They they had the yes. entire fort. Yeah. Yes. Like the whole thing is amazing. Anyway. Yeah. And I also ready. am a fan of inclusiveness and some political correctness, because really, back in the day, you used to be able to shoot natives. Yeah, that was a yeah, whole thing. Good. Yeah. And that's not <laughs> that's good. Not good. But, you know, the whole thing was cowboys and Indians was their thing. But yeah. So. That is, I will tell you, that is one of, when my kids are getting tired and cranky, that's where we go. If it's not too hot, we, we, that's where my kids go when they're, that's where my kids are when they're tired and cranky. Oh yeah. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Although one of my favorite experiences, we, in sixth grade, we had, we had read uh, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn in English. Then we went over there. Then I see that Injun Joe is there. And I know Disneyland's so immersive. I was terrified of Injun Joe. So I yeah. went to my, I went running to my dad and said, let's go. We got to go. Cause I was so scared that Injun Joe was going to be there. That so terrifying. If I may comment on that, my dad, my grandfather took my dad and his, you know, brother to Disneyland a little bit before 1972, but my dad got mugged by high schoolers from all of his tickets, all of his coupons got stolen in that cave. And it was like, yeah. So it was like, I was like, he's like, so grandpa never took me back for years to Disneyland. Cause it was like, we got mugged at Disneyland. Wow. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell a cast member? They like went straight home afterward. It like ruined the day. Oh my gosh. Well, that's worse than my fear of Injun Joe. Holy cow. Well, you you brought this story up and it was like, oh, that's my that's my dad's story. Is that, you know, it was worse than the immersive experience. It was too immersive. Yeah, those roaming gangs of Disneyland. Terrible. That's funny. So all right. Joel Skellington, what do you have for your D coupon? Um, I kind of rotate through uh depends on when you're going to ask me because yeah so many of these are are fun uh but for nostalgia and joy i'm going with the skyway Mm. do you do you 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 remember the skyway i don't even know why i'm asking you were the same age yeah you you probably can't remember all your friends names but you remember the skyway that's the one thing yeah (laughs) i mean going through the matterhorn i mean and just just being up there and just seeing just the bustle and hearing the, the sounds of the park. It's just, it was, it was fantastic. I love it. Do you wish they'd bring it back? Absolutely. They couldn't bring it back open like they did because there was always, you know, when we'd go with friends, it was always tempting to spit on someone. No, you spit on someone yeah. <laughs> or drop your drink on accident, you know, <laughs> but if they enclosed them like they have at Disney world, that would be all right. Yeah. Good, good choice. All right, Heather Poppins, what are you doing with your decoupon? Um, I'm going to say the storybook canal boats. Oh, storybook beautiful. land canal boats. Yeah. What do you love about storybook land canal boats? Uh, I just think it's adorable. I love going through Monstro's mouth and I love seeing all the miniature castles. And it's just a fun water ride that everyone enjoys. So, yeah, I think it's sweet. I love it. I still love it to this day. I think it's so cool. There's usually a surprisingly long line for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and you have to try to figure out how many people can go on it. And then you count the line and go, we're three boats behind. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. yeah They've added a lot over the years. It'd be interesting to see what it was in 1972. Oh, yeah. They definitely I, added some. When you're looking at the, the scene of Geppetto and Pinocchio's place, the village there, and you have the angle just right. You have the Matterhorn and the like perfectly lines up with the backdrop. Have you guys ever sat oh. that way before? No, no, I have. I've seen, I saw it in a book. Right. And now there's a bunch of trees. So it cut the view kind of gets blocked by him. But I imagine in 1972, it would have been a much clearer view. I did say that once while I was on the attraction, I told my cousin, if you line this up and the cast member get off mic, he goes, that's not real. And I was like, no, it, it is. It's it's real. 
<laughs> oh my god! I couldn't gosh. be like, let me pull out my book, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I said good I'll, day, I'll find sir. it in the book and I'll text it to, to the group. Oh, that's That'd cool. Awesome. Yeah, please send it over. We'll share it on social media. Uh, and Bryce, while we got you, what you got for uh, your D coupon? Um, I was going back and forth between uh, the People Mover and the Skyway, but I think I'll stick with Skyway because um, I also have good memories of going on that. And I like to, you know, cheat and go to Disney World to experience part of the People Mover. And I think some things that I liked about the People Mover came after uh, 1972. So it's a good choice. And and getting to go getting when you tell people we actually went through the Matterhorn, mm-hmm. it's like kids today just cannot believe that you yep. used to go through the Matterhorn. That yeah. is one of the coolest things. And when you're like in fantasy land, but and you're like, yeah, there used to be a, you know, a little chalet back here. Yeah. Like, I miss that. That was a pretty magical place. Yeah. The other, the other, the other one, the other, uh, dock or whatever it is not as magical the no. one in tomorrowland but that one in fantasy land this kids piece. is the future <laughs> so i i actually have to be the only one and i'm kind of surprised i'm the only one i just love the people mover i would do the people mover and and i agree with you for sure bryce about the better part of it came later which was people mover through the world of tron that was yep. much better yep. and i miss people world through the mover of tron uh but i just love the people mover you know uh when i was younger we used to always start and end our day on people mover oh yeah because you could get on it quickly because it's an omni mover uh an omni mover of sorts like the the cars are always there and so you could get on it pretty quickly and then at night we'd we'd do it as the last thing to kind of see the park And we've had many episodes of the Castle Collective where we've talked about the need to bring it back and maybe expand it and add technology. And I just love the people mover. In fact, down in my office, my daily work office, I have a bunch of vintage attraction posters on the wall, all framed and everything. And one of them is the people mover. It's my favorite one. So I do miss the people mover. Yeah. I would. uh, Adult Rob says, I want to go on the people mover. But if we're going to go back, I would have done that. But Kid Rob says, the people mover, more like people remover. You know what I'm saying? All right. (laughs) That's what we we called it. It is a people remover. It takes people out of other lines so that, you know, that's pretty good. And you can still go on the, and, and even though you can still go on the people mover at the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, it's just, it's just not the same. It's just different. So Gotta love the people mover. All right. This takes us to the moment you have all been waiting for the e-ticket. And this has become so culturally iconic that people refer to something cool as an e-ticket attraction. And here are your choices for a whopping. And this is the only one where they differentiate 85 cents for adults, 75 cents for children with your e-ticket coupon. You could go on the mine train ride, the pack mules, the jungle river cruise, the Disneyland all weg monorail trains, AKA the monorail, uh, the Matterhorn bobsleds. It's a small world. The enchanted Tiki room, the submarine voyage pirates of the Caribbean, the country bear jamboree or the haunted mansion. Now, many of these attractions are still here. So I'm curious to know where you're thinking, I want to go on something that isn't here anymore, or I want to see a current attraction I love, what it was like in 1972, or I just love it so much I want to go. So let's start off this time actually with Bryce. Bryce, what are you doing with your e-ticket? I'm going to do the mine train through nature's wonderland. Yes. Have you watched any old footage of that? Yeah, I have. Uh, It's been a little while, but I, I just think that I just want to see how it was back then. There you are. (laughs) Beautiful. I think it would be great to go and see like how the land was, you know, what before it turned into Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I got to think that whole area was just so cool looking when I've looked at old pictures of it and everything. Yeah. The mine train ride is a good, good choice. You're going for the nostalgia of things you can't still do. Yeah. Love it. 
All right, Joel Skellington, what are you doing with your e-ticket? You're on mute, Joel. <laughs> I moved off my screen. I love that ride. I thought you were just pondering for a while. I thought you were really thinking it through. With my mouth just moving, just not being able to figure yes. out what I wanted to say. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just having trouble. And quite honestly, I've narrowed it down to New Orleans Square. Um, but I think of the two there, I'm going with the Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. The classic. Yeah. Yeah. And now is that so that you can ride it without having to see the Johnny Depp stuff? What the, it's fantastic. Don't you love the little? <laughs> um, no, um, I'm fine with the Johnny Depp stuff, I, but, uh, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's such an immersive experience. Um, I, I don't know. I just, it, it brings me happiness and joy. It's a must go. Yeah. Love it. I think it's a great choice. And especially back then to see it before there were, there have been a ton of changes you know, Absolutely. the auction scene, of course, was very different then. And, uh, you know, again, none of the Johnny Depp stuff. And yeah, it would have been neat to to see it back in 1972. I think that's a great choice for an e-ticket. And that kind of exemplifies what an e-ticket stands for, you know, is a very immersive, cool ride. Skipper Rob, what are you doing? Man, Bryce uh, went with my heart, right? I really want to do that. But if I'm going to go back... To what I originally said, what would like little kid, like eight year old, ten year old Rob? Do? I'm looking to what see if there's something do? you can drive here. Well, Go ahead. <laughs> what is that? It's the Matterhorn, everybody! Oh boy, it's a coaster. It's fun. There's a Yeti. It's gonna be amazing. Like. It was so hard. Also, like, it would be either this or the Haunted Mansion, but I'm trying to figure out, like, if I look at the Haunted Mansion, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go in there. But that. Yeah, that's where I want to go. You so, got to love the Matterhorn. You're too oh young to have back problems from it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And so the Matterhorn pop- is one of the most underrated rides at night. It's one of the best rides at night. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, Pop Quiz, what's the name of the Yeti? Oh, uh, Walter. Nope. Walter White. (laughs) I think that's Breaking Bad. Oh, dang it. Harold. Harold is the Yeti. Ah. It's Harold. So yeah, that's a great attraction. And and you had mentioned, Rob, that your heart was with Mine Train Ride. I just realized we probably have listeners who don't actually know what the Mine Train Ride is. I think everybody knows what the other attractions we've been talking about. Bryce, do you want to tell us quickly what the mine train ride is or Rob, either one of you? Well, well, I mean, if I could read the description from yesterland. Yes. Um, (laughs) You know, I never went on it, so I can't be like, oh, you know, but there's, I know there's certain parts that you essentially it's, it was where big center mountain is now. And there's a lot of these, like uh, as you're going around the river, as you're going around the uh, Big Thunder Trail, um, if you're now going in between Big Thunder Mountain and Galaxy's Edge, that you can see where the track was. In some places, it still yeah. is decoration. Like as you're going around the river, you can see where there's track and then the boulder that has smashed the track. Right. Um, you know, when you go through the Rainbow Caverns on Big Thunder Mountain, um, just as you're doing that first, oh, where's that music coming from? <laughs> What's that music this from, music, Rob? Could you educate this, us? This would be playing in the Rainbow Caverns. Yeah, and that was the go. big attraction was the Rainbow Caverns, which was really just water and black lights is what it was. Uh, but it, you felt like you were in an actual cavern. So so that was pretty cool. Back back over to your choice, Rob, for Matterhorn. When you were a kid, did you keep your eyes yeah. open when you rode Matterhorn, knowing that the Yeti Ooh. was coming? I don't know. Maybe the second time I closed my eyes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah, first time around, you don't know. You don't know where it is. It's scary that he just comes out of nowhere and suddenly, you know, there's a roar and there he is. So it's pretty good. That's a great choices, guys. Great choices. Heather Poppins. What are you doing with your e-ticket? Ooh, this one was so hard. Right? Um, <laughs> it was so, yeah, it was tough to decide. I chose Haunted Mansion. 
Nice. It's the best. So, so was it, was it wanting to see how it was in 1972 or is it just that you love Haunted Mansion so much you couldn't choose against it? I I couldn't choose. Although it seems like it would be very much similar to what it is now. Yeah, there there have been some technological upgrades, but it's amazing how advanced it already was, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah, it's just crazy crazy how uh you know, how much there was there that's still there. It's pretty cool. So Right. The ballroom scene. Like they're all wearing like kind of 60s hairstyles and stuff. <laughs> it feels it feels like very 60s um mannequins, but yeah. I love the Haunted Mansion. Love the artwork in there. And yeah, it would be cool to see it. Love in it. 1972. Yeah. And I, I think that Sean Solo would probably never participate with us again since he's not here tonight. If somebody had not chosen the Haunted Mansion, Sean Solo <laughs> would have completely lost his mind and would have been furious. So, uh, well, that's a great, great choice. Of course, we've we've all professed our tremendous love for the Haunted Mansion on this show. Um, I, this is amazing. None of us chose the same e-ticket because for me, and hear me out before you roll your eyes and say, what is wrong with you? I would have, uh, I would choose a submarine voyage okay. and so at least you didn't choose the tiki room. Okay. Submarine. No, I did not choose the tiki room. Although I would do the tiki room, you know, for 85 cents, uh, I'm all in on the tiki room. I love the tiki room, but no submarine voyage is my choice because uh, I remember the submarine voyage well when I was a kid, and that was a magical attraction. You got to yeah. see so many crazy things, and you were underwater. And in fact, I remember the bubble being burst. I was probably 12 or 13 years old, and I was looking out the window, you know, and they do the dive, 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 and the bubbles come up. And I was looking and I was enjoying it. And all of a sudden, I looked up and I could see the top of the water. And That's I went, insane. Oh my gosh, we're barely underwater. And then it dawned on me that when you look out, you can see the submarines. I had really thought for many years we were deep underwater. And so, you know, you can't get your innocence back. But uh, I still, you know, I'm not a a huge fan of the Finding Nemo submarines. I've stated that on, on here before. I just, I just think there was so much magic to submarine voyage it just took you on an adventure and you got to see the polar caps and you got to go into the mouth of a whale. You get to go into the mouth of a whale. <laughs> you got to see sea monsters and mermaids. And I don't know. I love it. And every once in a while I watch video of it, you know, old, old, old video. So big fan of submarine voyage. That's how I'd spend my e-ticket. And I'm impressed. We are all going on different attractions with our e-tickets. I did not expect that. I thought we'd at least have some crossover. So pretty awesome stuff. Well, this takes us to the free shows and exhibits. Now that we've used up our ticket books, I'm sure these were very popular with a lot of uh, moms and dads out there, the free things to do. So uh, here were your choices for a free show or exhibit. You could go to Walt Disney, A Legacy for the Future, which was a movie on Main Street. You could go into the GAF photo salon, which I looked up. It was just really a camera store. I don't know why they (laughs) list that as an attraction. (laughs) It's a camera store, but okay. Uh, Ina's Carefree Corner. I don't even know what Ina's Carefree Corner was. I had never heard of that before I saw it here. Uh, The Frontierland Arcade Gun Collection, which does California still have an arcade gun collection for kids to look at all the guns? Pretty sure they don't. Okay. Um, Out of my expertise and interest. Yes. (laughs) They had the Pepsi Cola golden horseshoe review. That was a free show. And back then that would have been with uh, Wally Bogue. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, The circle vision 360 presented by bell system carousel of progress presented by general electric an adventure through inner space presented by Monsanto. Was anyone else surprised to see that adventure through inner space didn't require a ticket? I, I, I see a common theme here presented by sponsorship. Yep. Sponsorships are free. Yeah. The sponsorships. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good point. So you've got all these sponsored things, uh, Pepsi Cola, uh, circle vision, 
and General Electric and Monsanto. Absolutely. Well, let's see what we're going to do with our free show and exhibit. Let's go to uh, Joel Skellington. Um, for me, starting it right off at the Pepsi-Cola Golden Horseshoe Review. Nice. Do you remember seeing, I, I don't remember when Wally Bogue was done, the original one. I do remember uh, Billy Hill and the Hillbillies quite well. And that was my first memory is Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, um, which that's, yeah, when I first started thinking, I, I really like this place. Plus they have this giant chocolate cake. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if they still were serving that in 72, but um I don't know. It's it just, it's, it's a fun, you know, I feel like you're in a kind of old West saloon type setting and just kind of enjoying the experience of, of entertainment. And I just read an article this morning that said that the performers for the golden horseshoe review were coming back today. And so it looks like they're going to reopen with a show when the park reopens. Nice. So I think that would be awesome. That's one of the areas that I loved so much as a kid. It's been sad to see kind of how it's, kind of lost its luster a little bit. That was a big deal. Like you would dress up and go to the show and people knew the performers and everything. And I think they could really bring that back to something special. So yep. good choice, Joel. I love it. Over to you, uh, Captain California, Bryce, what are you doing for your free show and exhibit? I'm going to do adventures through inner space. Yes. Do you, you, you don't remember that attraction. I barely I, remember it. I'm, I'm a guessing... lot older than you are. Uh, if I went on it, I don't remember it. So from what you know about it, what makes you want to go on this attraction? Well, I just really want to be shrunk into the size of an atom. You know, I'm a big Ant-Man fan. (laughs) I want to do it for real. No, um, I, I just would like to go on something that I wasn't able to experience. And, um, I like the soundtrack. You know, I've listened to the soundtrack quite a bit and the Paul Freeze dialogue. Yeah. You know, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think that would be a pretty cool uh, thing to do. It's fantastic. It's I remember the line more than I remember the attraction, but I do remember the attraction. I remember going on it. I but- love in the line. They have the little uh, miniatures, you know, going by tricking children into that's you know what they would get shrunken down into that's my one memory i remember standing in line and seeing that and going wow they really do shrink us yeah i'm realizing i am not coming off like a very smart kid as i tell you all these things we were all (laughs) we were all dumb don't worry about it (laughs) but that's okay speaking of kids what does kid rob do with his free Uh, show and exhibit yeah this is a tough one this is a tough one so as an adult, like me now, I would like to see the Golden Horseshoe Review. But as a kid, I'd be like, the Golden Horse Snooze Review. Ah, oh, lame. I, I like that Kid Rob has a name for everything. <laughs> right. Country Bear Slumbery. Lame. See, I didn't like shows as a kid. I just wasn't into it. And it's funny because I love Broadway. So, but yeah, I would love to see that show, but we're got to go with the kid Rob. And he's like, what is this place? What is this? Now your adventure through inner space has begun through the mighty microscope. You will yeah, like, how cool is that? And as much as I, I, I go back to why I loved Epcot so much, like the future, the unknown, something that is spectacle. And so like that would have intrigued me. Like I would have loved that ride. How amazing is Paul Freeze? Can I just say that voice is so, yeah. now you are going back, back into it. Just that whole voice <laughs> is so exactly. 1960s and such yeah. a just commanding host. Uh, what a great attraction. By the way, for anyone who wants to check it out, there is really surprisingly good video on uh, YouTube of the attraction itself. And then who was telling us? Someone on this show. It's a virtual ride through. Yeah. Was it you that was telling us about that, Rob? It was one of the Lords or Galetti. Mm. Um, but I watched it uh, after that. Yeah, it's really there, cool. There's the link right there. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating to watch. And you go inside this whole, uh, you go inside a snowflake and you see what happens inside of a snowflake. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I think if you did acid on that ride, like you would be like... <laughs> It'd just be amazing. It'd be an amazing trip. You'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> and by the oh, way, man. 
I'm sure people have. I have no doubt that people have. So that's pretty cool. All right. Let's go over to Heather Poppins. What are you doing for your free show and exhibit? Well, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon with Joel and (laughs) say the Golden Horseshoe Review. I love that one. Yes. Do you do you uh, have recent memories of a good show there? Um, recent memories. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they they all have the same kind of the same shows now, but uh, I have been called up once before. So really? Was How was that? It was good. I forgot what I was supposed to say, and so the guy said it for me. <laughs> so it was it was a little bit awkward, but it was fun. It was fun. I yeah, just love the atmosphere and yeah, the humor and stuff. And they still put on a great Christmas show every year. The Christmas show they do in there now is great, but I'm hopeful for a little while. They had an improv show there that was really kind of fun, but uh, I'm, you know, I'm really hoping that they, they step it back up and really turn it into something. Cause I think that's a neat theater. So oh, yeah. cool. Perfect. Perfect choices. I am going to go with something that nobody else did. And I'm kicking myself for doing it because, again, it's something that I do every time I go to Disney World. But I want to see it in 1972, and that is the Carousel of Progress. And I listen to the soundtrack sometimes on Sounds of Disneyland. They have some of the older versions of it. And, man, I just I love Carousel of Progress. Let's see. In 72, would it have been Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow or would it have been... uh, Gosh, the, what was the other song called? They had another song that they did for a while in, in Carousel of Progress. Um, they changed it uh, when the sponsors changed, as a matter of fact. But uh, yeah, I just love Carousel of Progress. I love the show. I love seeing it in the different eras. I love the stupid, cheesy, corny jokes. I love the dog. I just love everything about it. And the fact that it was really, to me, it's one of the most Walt Disney things that there is. I just love it. I cannot get enough of the, uh, the carousel of progress. So that's I mean, what I would do. The WandaVision ride. <laughs> you start you out. You, yeah, you, you do progress. kind of start out. Yeah. It is kind of like WandaVision. Yes. That's a great overlay. But I'm going to tell my vision next time we go. Yeah. You know, it would be, that would actually be a pretty good overlay if they were to do it as a, as a WandaVision uh, overlay, why not go through all the different eras? You could do that fairly inexpensively. So I'm looking up the song now. Uh, now is the time was the now other song. The now yeah. is the time. Now is the best time. Now is the best time of your life. Yeah. But Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow is so much better. So, well, guys, we just spent uh, we just spent an entire day in 1972, and I have to say I'm a little bit nostalgic. I don't remember 1972. It was uh, well, I was only alive for half of it, and uh, those were pretty foggy six months of my life. But what a fantastic way to go back! It's surprising how many different things we had, and I think that's one thing about Disneyland is Disneyland is so different to different people. I know people who. When they talk about Disneyland, the only things they want to talk about are Space Mountain and Splash Mountain and, you know, all the mountain ranges and the adventure rides. I know other people who they want to talk about Peter Pan and they want to talk about, you know, the the fantasy of it. And some people like the Swiss Family Treehouse and they like whatever. It's different for everybody. And that's the beautiful thing about Disneyland. And in good news, tomorrow Tomorrow, Disneyland will be open. And next week, Bryce will be there. That makes me happy just for Bryce and his family. They'll get to be there next week. And we'll get to hear a full report on how that's going. So pretty awesome. Any closing thoughts on uh, on all of this, guys? <laughs> I mean, just the soundtrack. The siren song of the caverns. Yes. I mean, it's just, I love nostalgia. I love what it... Because it's the 70s, like 72, you're just right after the 60s where like that was like the height of like this cool, just vintage Disneyland. So, yeah, I'm all there. Super, super cool. And I can't, uh, I just cannot overstate how awesome Yesterland is. I have spent hours upon hours upon hours uh, looking at Yesterland and going through photos 
and everything. It is pretty darn awesome. Yesterland's like the my first experience with the internet. The site's been up since it says the 25th anniversary of Yesterland. Isn't that amazing? 25 years they've been doing Yesterland. Wow. Wow. But they have everything and you can go through and, and look at stuff and it's it's phenomenal. Well, this was really fun. I think we'll have to do another episode where we choose another year or another random year like 1985 and go through the attractions, one at each land or something, because I thoroughly park. thoroughly enjoyed this tonight. Well, what? Uh, yeah, I guess we I guess we could go to the East Coast. Rob is dying yes. to get us over to Disney World. <laughs> I don't know. I think we should do Yester California Adventure before you give Rob the benefit of the doubt. Would it be the Malaboomer or... Superstar Limo? <laughs> Superstar Limo or... We just like to stay in good parks, Rob. That's all we say on this one. Or, or the Whoopi Goldberg film, whatever that thing was. Golden yeah. Green. Yeah. The wants to be a millionaire. Train. Yeah. Oh, who wants to be a millionaire live? Yeah. yeah. That was great. There were I actually a lot did of, that at yeah. studios. There, yeah. were, there were a lot of great attractions back then. Well, we're all excited to get back to the parks. We can't wait. And uh, really, guys, this was fun tonight. This was a good way for us to celebrate the fact that it is opening tomorrow. And I'm so thrilled that so many people who live in California uh, get to go back to it. Uh, Also, very, very excited today, actually, it was announced that uh, before the end of the year, a new annual pass uh, program of some sort will be announced. I hope there's still some type of total access annual pass. I keep hearing theories that people have that it's only going to be like you buy points, kind of like a timeshare or that, you know, you buy a punch card or something. I'm really hopeful they come back with something that is a full on annual pass, but we never know. So before we take off, uh, let's go through Captain California, Bryce. Do you, uh, anything you want to pitch? You want to pitch, uh, remind everybody about your Disneyland book or anything else or how to follow you? Oh gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, it's just my handles, Bryce Randall. Uh, R-A-N-D-L-E. Yep. R-A-N-D. Just like Julius Randall, the New York Knicks. Yes. Who is going to get most improved player this year. Equally talented. Um, (laughs) not really. Um, but yeah, so you can follow me there. I, I, I actually turned in a draft of my Walt Disney world for the Disneylander book, uh, to nice. my publisher. um, and so I'm going through his notes right now, um, adding a little bit more content that, uh, you know, after doing a final read myself, I was like, Ugh, I need to do some more. So that, that would be it. Just follow me there. Awesome. Fantastic. Oh, and uh, I think we just lost Skipper Rob. Um, but uh, Joel, how about you? Anything you want to promote or you want to tell people how to follow you or you want to be anonymous? No, just, yeah, if you see me around town, just follow behind me. Um, <laughs> that's about what I got. Uh, if anyone knows someone who wants to do a really small carpet job, I'm trying to redo a closet in my uh, house. But uh, other than that, I think we're, we're good. That is awesome, Joel. And Heather Poppins, the story monster herself. Tell us how we can follow you and all of your adventures. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is story monster. I actually believe it's story underscore underscore monster. monster. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, Heather has one of my favorite, favorite Instagrams. uh, (laughs) And in fact, uh, the only social media post this year that made me literally cry. I literally cried. When you announced your pregnancy, that was the <laughs> coolest video I think I've ever seen. Uh, well, and, I just saw that last week and it was amazing. I was like, wow, it was phenomenal. <laughs> and there's a great post up there right now. If you follow Heather about the Cole fairy, that was <laughs> so hilarious. So yeah, you definitely, definitely want to follow Heather. Um, and uh, I'll just say for Rob, Go follow Rob Ferre. It's F-E-R-R-E since uh, he has dropped off into oblivion. He, for all I know, he might be in the mind train. Oh, Rob left us a message. I got to get going. This was fun. Uh, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, but you can follow Rob Ferre. He is a, a speaker and a game show host and all kinds of good stuff. And uh, be sure to follow the Castle Collective on, uh, we're on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Follow us. We post fun things on there. So come check it out. 
If you enjoy the show, nothing you could do could help us more than if you left us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it on whatever platform that you listen to us on. And so on behalf of uh, Skipper Rob, as well as Heather Poppins and Joel Skellington and Captain California, Bryce Randall, I'm Sean Rapier. Have a magical night.